Hello, lovelies. This is Why Did I Write That? We're on Diary 6, Episode 7. Uh, in the last episode, we finally uh, presented the play at the Sears Festival. I got a special mention for my enunciation, which was nice. I was pretty proud of. Um, watched a lot of wrestling. And I started espousing some of my beliefs and thoughts about being part of a graduating class that is like all of a sudden pretending that we're all friends. I was annoyed about it. Uh, so we're back into this diary on March 16th, 2006. So last night was pretty sweet. There was a tad bit of drinking, but not to excess. We mostly played games. Smiley face. In the morning, we carried in a ton of wood. Well, Sarah and I carried it. The guys just passed it. Haha. <laughs> to restock the entire wood wall. We did a preliminary tidy up and brought a load of stuff up to the cars before hopping into Martin's car and driving in search of some brekkie. Newsflash, Hillsburg has zero restaurants. So we drove to Erin and ate at David's, the same David's that I ate at during the Sears Festival. After a pretty yummy brunch, we returned to the cabin to finish cleaning up and then came back to Guelph. I've just showered in the half hour turnaround I had, and I'm about to go pick up Anner before we head to the Princess of Wales Theatre in Toronto to see The Lord of the Rings. I've heard nothing but great things about this play, and I am so excited. Okay. Oh, that play was amazing. March 17th. Holy moly, that play was friggin' spectacular. <laughs> First of all, the scenery came out into the audience. Vines and tree sort of stuff on either side and on the ceiling. Before the show even started, there were hobbits dancing around on stage and through the crowd and singing. And when it actually started, I was totally mesmerized. First of all, the costumes were unbelievable. There were these tree guys up on stilts that must have been about 15 feet tall. I read that their jackets were 18 meters long. 18 meters long, wow. And then there were the orcs on these fantastically bouncy and springy stilts that they did flips and stuff on. And oh my goodness, Gollum. He was made up in greys with dark eyes and teeth. He had on a raggedy loincloth, and they had constructed a sort of exterior spine on his back. His acting absolutely blew me away. He had, a distinguishable, he had distinguishable voices and postures that he used for his different personalities. And there was one scene in which he was arguing with himself that was totally incredible. Wow. And then there were the Black Riders, which were people on stilts with horse bodies attached to them. Kind of like when I was King Richard, when we did, uh, oh, what's that play? Robin Hood. We did Robin Hood in grade four, I think. Uh, and the reins were stiff, so they controlled the head and neck movements of the horse. And the whole array was done in black and draped with tattered, flowy black material that made it seem extra spooky and unearthly. Oh, wow. Plus, the whole stage moved. The stage was round in the center, and part of it protruding into the audience, and the entire circular section spun so that when a character was going on a journey, they could be walking and the scenery changing, but not technically moving. And the stage was cut into little chunks that raised and lowered to several meters to simulate various types of ground. The tree guys were all dressed in brown with a headpiece that wrapped their face as well, so that only the eyes were showing. They each held a staff of about 20 feet high, and they were beautifully symbolic. I don't know what else to say about it, other than I would love to see it again. 
Tickets were from from $55 to well over $100, so doubtful that I'll get a chance to. Lucky for Dad, Anna, and I, Tyson, who's a cousin of mine, got some free tickets through his work and gave them generously. We had incredible seats, although I'm sure the whole theater has a good view. And there was one scene in which Gandalf fights some big-ass master, and we were blasted with wind and little leaves, which were bits of tissue paper that were blown directly at us. It was as if we were a part of the story. So cool. But we didn't get home last night till late, so I'm going to sleep. So here I am going to sleep at 10 on a Friday night. Okay. Wow. I, re I remember that play so well. It was just... I mean, as described, it was incredible. It was like the first play that I had seen that really went all out in uh, like the effects like that and really bringing the story into the audience. Um, yeah, it was just, it was mind blowing. March 18th. So the old man's 50 today. Anna came with me to the mall and to Valley Village to try to find dad a present, but no luck really. We ended up getting him a t-shirt from Zeller's that I drew the cat in the hat on. Fairly well, if I do say so myself, which I'm pretty sure he likes. I took him out for birthday ice cream and then went over to Kevin P's while mom and dad and Cy went down to Tony's for a bit of a birthday jam. At Kevin's, we watched Sin City. Anna and I left at 11.55, but when we got into my car, it was only 10.55. <laughs> we double-checked the time at Anna's, and since we had got the time wrong at Kev's, Stupid analog. <laughs> I stayed for an hour at Anna's. Smiley face. I'm gonna have to finish watching Sin City some other time, I suppose. Okay. I like that I seem to have gotten away from, like, the really descriptive, like, every time we make out, I talk about, like, how many times our tongues touch or whatever. Um, I know that it does not make for as, like, funny reading, but it's just like, yeah, I get a little bit boring when I'm like, I was just really happy and in love. So it's just like, I don't need to catalog every time we do something. March 19th. I worked today 12 to 4. Then I went over to Anna's to watch The Sopranos. I might be hooked. Okay. All right. So I have now like an arrow going from the opposite page over here. So I have to add in this little bit of writing, which says, oh man, totally forgot. But these two photography students, Victoria and Zach, came into the store and asked if they could photograph it for some project they're doing. I was like, uh, of course. So they came back and set up these shiny umbrellas in the whole nine yards and even took a few photos of me hard at work, folding at the desk, etc. It was pretty cool. <laughs> March 20th. In class for co-op, Oh, in-class for co-op is the most pointless waste of two periods ever. It's like tap, but a bajillion times longer, and the teacher pretends that the work is useful. <laughs> I worked tonight till six, and then had dance, and then straight to Anna's to enjoy some raw. And I've drawn a little smiley face guy with glasses on, and I've labeled it me being a wrestling nerd. Snort. Okay. March 21st. Five giant grinny smiley faces, and then in all capital letters, I signed up for Hillside! Woo! 
And Anna and I went, but I was the only one who could get all of my stuff done tonight. Anna's going to be 17 still during the festival, so we need Mario to sign his sheets. Since Ange is a new volunteer, he needs to pay by check rather than cash in case he doesn't get placed. Oh boy, oh boy, I am pumped. Okay. March 22nd. So at dance tonight, we got to see our costumes. The pants are kind of goofy, bright fuchsia parachute pants with low crotch and drawstring angles. But the tops, the tops are actually really good. We're wearing wife beaters with black mesh shirts over top, and they actually fit nicely. Smiley face. Woot. Tammy said that we might have to have hats, though. Tongue out face. Okay. March 23rd. All I did today was work from four till nine. Well, and go to school, but that's hardly worth mentioning. Okay. March 24th. I worked today for an hour and a half, pretty pointless. And after supper, headed over to Martin's where the boys were practicing air bands. Rob had brought his video camera, so I filmed the guys as they practiced. They're getting really pro and have actually ordered matching hats from Biltmore. Haha, <laughs> they're, they're going all the way with this. Just as an aside, um, they did uh, a Backstreet Boys airband. I don't remember if it was one song or if it was like a mashup, but they, they did. They worked really, really hard on it. Uh, after Martin's, Anna and I headed back to his place where we finally had our hot tub date. So nice. And then finished up Mr. Holland's opus that we'd been started, that we had been starting over the last week or so. Okay. March 25th. Oh my goodness. So I had a pretty good dream last night. Uh oh. Didn't I just say that I had stopped writing all of the details? It started out at the cabin. I don't really remember that part. But next thing I know, Anna's waiting for me behind a closed shower curtain. So I climb in. We're both naked, obviously. And Anna lifts me up. And with my arms around his neck and my legs around his hips, slides himself into me and begins to bounce me up and down. Holy goodness. But then the dream ended. <laughs> but I worked today 10 till 6.15 and met mom at the Carden Street Cafe for Dindin, after which I went to Anner's to catch the Montreal versus Toronto game. After the game, I gave Anner a back and face massage. We both were fairly horny. So, and so Anner went upstairs to get a drink and say goodnight to his dad in hopes that Mario wouldn't come down to say goodnight later and find his youngest son and his girlfriend in a compromising position. <laughs> As Anner went upstairs, he suggested that I be naked when he returned. As I mentioned, I was feeling fairly frisky and may have taken him up on that, if not for the fear that someone else would come down. And I would just be like, and then I drew like a shocked, blushy face. Haha. <laughs> but I did take off my shirt and bra and wear simply my sweater. I checked the discarded articles beside the couch where Anna wouldn't notice them and then snuggled under the blankets and waited for Anna in nervous apprehension as to what he would say to his girlfriend being so risky with the family home. <laughs> Turns out he didn't notice. <laughs> oh, all of my, like, work myself up for this grand, like, risky move in my mind, and then 
It wasn't, it wasn't quite obvious enough. Uh, he mentioned that Mario would be coming down to put stuff in Angie's room, so I made up some excuse to reach over him to get my bra and shirt to smuggle them under the blankets so where Mario wouldn't see them. So Anna and I lay there and he rubbed my back. I thought for sure he'd noticed the lack of the back of my bra and played with my belly. Apparently he failed to notice the absence of shirt as well. <laughs> it wasn't until sometime later that he jokingly unzipped my sweater and had to take a second look to believe his eyes that I had followed instructions so well. Hot. He sucked and pinched and bit my nipples. Oh, holy shit, sexy, fuck me now. And I ended up sucking his dick and having him come on my tits since they were so easily accessible. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Fucking hot as hell. I also told Anna my dream of last night, which I think he liked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, great. March 26th, so I had another dream last night. Not as good as the one on Friday night, but oh well. A bunch of us were going to this ice cream place that Anna, Mario, and I had been to before. Both Dad and Mario were driving people. Well, Dad was driving me and Mario was driving everyone else. I was scared that Dad wouldn't know how to get there, but we ended up getting there first. I asked the girl what kind of red and white what kind the red and white ice cream was, but she just scooped some frozen fruit and berries with vanilla ice cream. I, I went to find everyone else, but fell down some stairs and cried, but no one took any notice. <laughs> it's a very odd dream. I passed Claire in the hallway, but we didn't acknowledge each other. Then I found everyone else. Anna asked me what was wrong because he could tell that I had been crying. I told him about falling down the stairs but pointed out proudly that I hadn't spilled any of my ice cream. <laughs> then we were all outside and dad had this bottle of booze and was telling us about it and life lessons and crap <laughs> and mentioned something about saying what we mean and what we want to say, but hold back. Say what you mean, what you want to say, but hold back. Okay. Then Anna took my hand and led me away saying, I know exactly what he's talking about. We were lying behind this bush over some little hill and he took out this huge list of things that I had done in the past few days that had pissed him off. <laughs> one of the things that I had done in the past few days that, oh, one was that I had sacked Rob, but everyone thought Anner had asked everyone to confirm his suspicions that I had done it just to cop a feel. <laughs> I got pretty pissed about that accusation. It was a weird ass dream. So then I woke up and I worked 12 to 4. Then Anner and I and other people went to the Greek garden for a birthday dindin for his Uncle Sam. Mmm, salad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's... That's a good time to stop, I think.